0: Welcome back to the Modern Monks podcast. We've had a little bit of uh, time away—four weeks, to be exact. A lot's been happening. Um, we've opened a new facility. Ease just moved in and started operating today. We've yeah, been day in, one. We've been in Bali for a retreat. Um, it honestly feels like the last month has just drifted past. Hey.
1: Yeah, I kind of. It's,
0: it's crazy how quick it's gone. It's nuts. We've um, we set ourselves. Uh, A couple of unrealistic goals with being able to podcast all through this time um, and realise as we're going, there was going to be too much stress. So we do apologise for our lack of appearance on the airways. Uh, We have missed it and we're really looking forward to diving into this episode. Before we do start, a couple of thank you straight off the bat, Um, Ghetto Movement, uh, AccuFit, you know, without the two major sponsors, the podcast doesn't happen, you know. We, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> we today. Wouldn't be here you know? All those yeah. dollars, you know, we've got to take over cash. But um, other than us getting behind it, we've got Evergreen Landscaping. evo has been kind enough to point us in the right direction for some inside plants. So he's um, he's hooked us up with a couple of absolute pearlers to draw the attention away from our ugly mugs. Yeah. Well Eamon's ugly mug. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I think that's it for our thank yous. Uh, Jimmy's burgers always keeping us full. Uh, We've got a new organic kombucha, I think this is the Aldi version of uh, kombucha, get around it, they don't actually sponsor us but it tastes really good and it's quite cheap too so jump on the train, ready to roll? Ready to rock and roll, let's get to it. Talk me through your last four weeks, emotionally, mentally, physically, moving into a new space, coming on board on the retreat,
1: roll me through it. Like intense is an understatement. I remember like a couple. Of, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode beforehand. It's I was back. like, wow. <laughs> seriously, man. I did a, um, I did a spiel about oh I've done a fit out before, everything's easy, life's easy for E. He just figured it out. Do you know what?
0: I only just I rewatched that the other day, like thinking oh yeah, what have we covered? I don't want to like double up, double up on ourselves. And I listened to that exact part, and your exact words were, look. It's probably going to be heaps harder for you than it is for me. I've done this before. It's not going to be a big deal. Yeah.
1: How wrong <sighs> I was. How,
0: Joey, what's the likelihood of us being able to edit in a video of Eamon painting miserably at like midnight? Can we do, can we do that? Yeah. Was, <laughs> I'll see if we can edit that in,
1: guys, because it's an absolute cracker. <laughs> there was a couple instances. It, Will came in and like, it's like he turned on the lights and I was like like running up the walls. <laughs> like, it was just intense. It was it was so long I didn't realise how much space there was like it's the largest space that I've worked out of um, and since I was sharing when I first started practicing and it's just to have that like I'm so proud of what is there now because I really I really think it's a good space and I, I really dig the vibe in there and, um, but I yeah when I said that I just had no idea what I was talking about and um, yeah well I the worst thing is you did have an idea like you yeah. knew, you knew
0: what was ahead of you, and it was just so much worse because of the size of the space. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't, it wasn't. just the size of the space. It was like the configuration, mm. shifting everything. Yeah, because like out of everything, your rooms had the most shifting and like changing walls, ripping stuff
1: down, yeah. rebuilding, covering up. Yeah. And it was just. It was just like more. It was just more expenses after another. And everyone always says budget for double, and <laughs> then go go from there. And if it, only it that much was. was that. If only that was the truth. It was crazy, but I, I'm super. Like everything was like, I think it was important for me to, for that to happen because now I look at it and I go, I I always thought oh, I'll just leave a space and go do something else, or you know what I mean. Like I always check out of an opportunity. So sometimes if I'm in a space, everything's set up. I'm like I could leave this anytime, but now that I've put the hard yards in, the blood, the sweat, and don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere, and I'm like committed to the process as it is. And I think that was a maybe that was a lesson that I wasn't. I didn't consider and I wasn't thinking about but now having like operated in a space and look around and be like oh yeah shit I came here you know Sunday night you know midnight and I'm painting because I haven't done I haven't done enough and I've got two weeks before I open you know It was nuts honestly so much work has gone into this place yeah we can't wait for um,
0: so this won't go to air before the opening but the people that are listening to the podcast I want you guys to come in um e and i are going to hook you up if you pop in and mention this shout out in the podcast E and i are going to hook you up with some uh special treatment so be sure to mention this and if you listen and you come in you get the hookups if you don't you miss
1: out that's some serious back to the future you asking people to listen in the future come back in time to saturday take advantage of that's exactly what i'm asking them to do i think that's a fair that's a fair ask come in check it out we'll hook you guys up yeah um
0: before we keep going, I think we do have to pay special homage to our partners um, because we have been so invested into the facility that we've created and you know what's gone into it and their patience and love and support. We can't do it without them. No. So um, M&G, thank you so, so much from the bottom of our hearts. All the love and support goes a long way. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you a few little questions about you coming on board on the retreat that we just had Um, because obviously we facilitated 90% of it but while we were sort of chin wagging and and thinking about it we thought it'd be a great idea to get you on with some guided meditations Yeah, and the reception was amazing everyone frothed them there were so many different experiences Um, so first of all I want you to talk the guys at home through um, the point behind a guided meditation, and it's like, and just maybe like touching into the ones that we did, like you know, healing, becoming a part of your deeper self, and you know, being able to connect on that deeper level.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so that so <laughs> that was a nice deeper self. I loved that. I should have used that. Um, so meditation for a lot of people is something where you think, okay, if I can't sit quietly, I can't meditate, and that's one of the first things that we touched upon when I did the meditation or the guided meditation was that it doesn't come easy for anyone and no one like, in day-to-day life, we're not conditioned to sit quietly. We've got stuff to do, we've got things to get going and we just don't have time for it. So first and foremost, no one meditates with ease. It's always difficult, and but it is something powerful. And the reason why we employed a guided meditation as, a, as opposed to a soul meditation um, on the retreat was it's a really good opportunity in which when you're actively doing something with a group of individuals, your mood your energy lifts you know you feel everyone else around you and it inspires you to move forward it inspires you to do it yeah the energy is a real thing in a room like that and you could feel the first meditation especially like the
0: energy was so ripe and high and the second one was a completely different vibe in the room like yeah. it was you know people had some different experiences and you know almost suffered a little um in their in their second guided meditation which was interesting because it
1: um, you know the the group dynamic shifted a little and it followed that path yeah it was nuts and it was good too because we only had the opportunity to do two because we were just exhausted from like the whole the whole retreat we only had the opportunity to do two guided meditations a couple days apart but it was good that people got to see that there was a good experience the and there was a negative experience mm. and it's okay to have both experiences but ultimately each one is as necessary as another mm. like you can't can't hold on to the fact that like the wonder years or the yester years in which everything was great like sometimes experiences aren't great but the lesson in meditation is to focus on it and not necessarily unpack it but just sit with it sit with that resistance sit with that uncomfortability and see what lessons your subconscious or your imagination or your mind is bringing up and just be like oh shit i'm thinking that or that's negative or this is a constant theme or this person's annoying me or whatever it is. Well, and it's, it's the same thing that, you know, it's, it's cliche, um, to
0: say, but you know, without a little rain, you don't appreciate the sun, Mm. you know, and to, to have a bad experience. Well, in inverted commas, a bad experience, meditating is to almost give yourself freedom to go a little deeper on the next one, because you do appreciate when you fall into that space and it does feel again, inverted commas, easy. Um, because like meditating is not easy and if you've got an incredibly busy mind or a busy body it is very hard to still yourself but i think with a guided meditation you you do run the risk of switching off to the person and falling asleep which a couple of people did but there's more you're more likely to if you do start to drift away and again people said the same thing like there's words that trigger you back and you you know you come into that space um i found as a group, I thought it was amazing because I know at the start of a yoga practice, if I'm cueing breath and cueing the movements um, and cueing the thought process, everyone's nice and chill. But if I just let everyone simmer, all of a sudden there's the face scratches and the itchy knees and the, oh yeah, my spine's a bit sore, I can't sit still. But, um, you know, and for your guided meditation, um, I've tried to be as present as possible, but I couldn't help myself, but wanted to check out every now and then just how everyone was doing in the group seminar, yeah, and everyone was just perfect, you know they were listening, they were engaging, and these are people that haven 't um, you know traditionally meditated before, but they found safety in your voice, they found safety in the passage that you set them, and they just jumped on board and went went with it, it was It was unreal to watch um, i uh, I think I want you to talk everyone through. The energy, the rubbing their hands for everyone to give it a bit of a try at home, the chi ball.
1: So, we too, so just before that, there's. When we talk about guided meditation, it's facilitating a room or a setting for other people. So, you don't have to meditate by yourself, someone else is guiding you through a process. In a similar way, as you could do yoga yourself, but it's infinitely easier to have Wilbur go get in this position, do that, do this, and follow a flow. Because you can kind of disconnect from, oh, I need to be doing this, or. I need to be focusing on this, and if I go away from it, I'm just wasting my time. Whereas you've got someone else who can go, this is what you need to do, and you stay accountable for that. So in a guided meditation, when we facilitate that, it's a really good opportunity for you to just relax and enjoy the process. Um, but in terms of, in terms of like, in terms of the energy and rubbing the hands together, so in Chinese medicine, we talk a lot about qi or energy. But really... Or energy, energy... <laughs> that sounded bad in your head when (laughs) when you saw this it It sounded so good yeah (laughs) it sounded good when it came out we'll let the people decide yeah we'll put a poll up later um so we talk about um when talk about energy but energy is like a convoluted term because energy is confusing to a lot of people really it's your own it's it's your own flow within your body in which your cells and everything is firing in that capacity so your energy is something that's personal to you it's different from me and it's something that you can create and you can cultivate and you can strengthen. And energy in the same way as you have energy to get up in the morning, but you also have energy to function and do other things. That's what we call qi. It's chi with, it's energy with intention, basically. Energy. Energy. Energy with intention. So it's not just energy flowing around. It's something with direction and purpose. So when we do a technique in uh, meditation or what we call qigong is where we rub our hands together. And you can do this at home if you're listening, where you rub your hands against each other and create friction and heat. And you do it as intensely as you can, like 15, 20, 30 seconds, and get as much heat as you can going. That's obviously not uncomfortable. Don't scold yourself, people. Come on. So you just keep rubbing as much as you can. And then ever so gently, after you do it for about 15, 20 seconds, slowly bring your hands and fingers away from each other. Now, you may feel... A certain kind of electricity or firing or something that as you bring your hands away you might feel actions like happening in the fingertips you might feel it in the palm of your hand the heel of your hand um, and as you start to bring it away and bring it closer you might feel this kind of magnetic pull between the hands now it's perfectly normal if you don't feel anything because it's a sensitivity that you have to build you know it's like anything it's knowing what to do in any movement is always hard you just have to feel it and do it once you get it you'll feel it forever and if you can't do it keep rubbing or keep squeezing the hands together to create that friction and when you come back and out that's a that's a taste of your energy and when you when you meditate and you use that energy with intention you can cultivate it to a larger force effectively and we use this in healing to address physical problems, emotional problems, spiritual problems. Or you've probably seen it on Dragon Ball Z. Or you can come and come over shit oh out of something oh and get someone oh. Yeah. That's that's the chi, that's the energy that they talk about.
0: Yeah, and that's legit. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't I was I mean, it probably sounded like I was taking the piss, but it's loosely based off, you know, Bruce Lee touched a lot on of like, you know, the 1-inch punch and the energy that you can transfer yeah. and knock someone off their socks. Yeah. And it's harnessing their chi. Yeah. And obviously in a physical setting, it's like, yeah, you could There's use... There's no glowing ball that shoots and cuts someone's face off. or. Yeah. But you can push energy onto other people. And you know. yeah.
1: and, if you, and if you feel it, and if you feel it in your hands, then put it like inside of you. So place yeah. your hands on your lower abdomen. You can feel that heat and that warmth. That's effectively that energy and that energy moving throughout the body. So that meditative technique is around creating that energy and putting it inside your body and healing anything that's a problem. And that's what we ran through on the course. I was interested to see what came up for some people and um and yeah it it was definitely an interesting experience very strong too I liked it it
0: seemed to bring the group a lot closer together too because you can see how much um energy you share when you're on a big group thing like that without actually being conscious of spending time with someone else yeah um and it was nice that everyone got in the room and they actually felt that vibe and they you know and you know unwillingly people just
1: sort of start to mesh together yeah because of the uh, the energy share the and energy cool, yeah. share and you can't this is the thing it's like you can't help but not feel good like you got to try really hard to like even if know, you know, fall asleep the, sec- the second one i went down a dark hole yeah you kind of uh, went into that little i
0: think, think i took a lot of people with me too yeah you're not a happy camper but it happens it happens yeah it's like i said you got to appreciate the uh there's often a lot more and we talk about this all the time there's always a lesson in the shitty things that happen in life you know and you it makes you appreciate the good things but if you take something away from those bad inverted commas bad um meditations and you're much more likely to engage in a different manner or explore it deeper um too because i know that hit me with a couple of things And the next day when i sat down to sort of take five for myself um you know, I dived a little deeper into why I was having those feelings, while I was in that sort of, um, you know, darker place, and you know, e- eventually it sort of leads you to your solution or you know, the light at the end of a tunnel. Mm. Um, so it's always good to, to to deeper, to more deeply engage in those
1: things um, than sort of just go, oh, that was a bad experience. I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, more reason to go again. And I think what's also interesting is like meditation is another state of consciousness. So you have obviously consciousness where we're talking right now. Your meditation where you're focusing on something with intention and, and a lot of other stuff drifts away after a while. And the same way as like if you fall asleep and you have crazy, crazy dreams, a lot of people go, oh, dreams are pointless, dreams are nothing. But all this stuff is your subconscious and your imagination and everything, you know, that's going on in your day to day or whatever that your fears are of the past or of the future or whatever. And you can't neglect what's going on um, in those states because they obviously impact what you do day to day. So, if you can go into a meditative state or, like, you know, for a couple of minutes a day or even doing a session with us, then you'll sit there and you have an opportunity to unpack whatever shit's been holding you back, which is ultimately good. And all you have to do really is just sit there and witness what's going on. I think it's, a, I think it's really helpful because I, I always sucked. Oh, I always found it really, really difficult to meditate like just by myself and, and build a practice around it. I found it so much or infinitely easier to be to go away on a retreat per se or go to a class and sit with people and just dig their vibe, just just chill out with them while they're meditating and then try and focus myself because I always left feeling like I'd accomplished something as opposed to every morning i got to get up and i got to do 20 minutes and I sit there and I'm like, fuck, this is crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, think that's and I mean, but how many people said that at the start of the, at the start
0: of it, at the start of the thing, oh, we've never meditated before. We can't do it. It's like already you're like, you can't do it. Come on. It's the most horrible term I've ever heard anyone throw around. It's like, you can't meditate. Mm. No, no, no. You just haven't found what works for you. Yeah. You haven't found, you know, the space that you feel comfortable in. You haven't found the technique that works well for you. There's no, I can't do it. It's just like saying, I can't sit down or I can't open my eyes. It's one of those things that you just, you're able to do, but are you willing to let yourself find the comfort in doing it? Or are you just going to resist it because it's something foreign? It's, yeah. It's always fascinating. You talk about meditation, people either roll their eyes or they like want to hear more. There's no in-between. Like, it's always like, oh, I've tried it. And then they say,
1: oh, yeah, I tried to, to sit down and do it. I, I couldn't concentrate. You know, what, you know what's really funny, like so when I when I do a treatment, I do certain certain points to target and kind like, of like relax the face, like get the head like all the juices flowing so you feel relaxed, right? Just calm the whole nervous system down. Every once in a while I have a client who's like very like got a lot of stuff going on. And normally at the end of my session, I'll put a little eye pillow on, right? Just Ooh. chill out, relax, yeah? Shut out all the light, just go to sleep, or just chill out and breathe, right? Every so often I'll have a client who's very emotional or like very attached to like superficial things or material stuff or whatever, and then they're holding on to something. And I'll come back into the room at the end, and they'll just have like thrown off the eye pillow; it'll be on their on their chest or something. And they'll be sitting there like, I, I couldn't I couldn't have the eye pillow on. Like I just felt like I was going to a place I didn't want to go. Go
0: there. Go and there. And I was like, Go! Don't look back. Keep yeah. your eye pillow on. Keep going deeper.
1: Yeah. And I and I know. I don't know, like from a psychological standpoint, like where a lot of people have come from. Obviously, right? Someone comes in, they just go, "I've got this pain or this problem," and you go, "Okay, if that's all all the information that you want to give, fine." So you don't know where someone's been, so you don't know the dark places in which they're going. Mm. But ultimately, like if you're if you're shying away from these opportunities it's still going to find you in life. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to infiltrate well, in other aspects. You
0: can't bury something so deep that it's, never gonna, it's not going to haunt you day to day or it's not going to haunt you in your sleep or it's not going to creep up and get you another time. People have to realize that consciousness is not something that you can pretend you're not a part of, that you can pretend you're not connected to. And universally, whether you like hearing this or not or whether you're open to hearing it, we are all connected. One person suffers, we all get some repercussion on some level. You know, everyone feels what's going on in the universe. Everyone has a communal mindset. And for someone to bury something, it's not only making them suffer, it's making the people around them suffer too, on some level. And I'm not saying everyone has to go book in and see Dr. Phil and dig this shit out, but I'm saying that if you think that you've fooled your consciousness into forgetting something, you're fooling yourself because it will creep back up, it will expose itself, and you'll have to deal with it at some point or another. And, you know, it's like, you know, we don't know what the person on the table who's the eye pillow's come off and they're going, no, no, I didn't want to go to that place. I mean, we don't know where they're going. We, you know excitingly say yes, chase the chase the rabbit down the hole because you never know where it will lead and we're lucky enough that we can have that attitude towards it. We do realize there are people that do suffer quite severely in that mental state. Um, and I think that it's important for everyone, no matter what their past is or you know what that history is, you have to have some kind of connection to it to be able to get past it. Because if you're not willing to do that, it is always going to be there at the back of your thoughts. You know, it'll get you when you sleep. You know, when you do start to try and meditate, it's always going to rear its ugly head. So I think, you know, what we're saying without telling people they're doing it wrong is that you should go towards the resistance because that's where your spiritual, mental and physical growth will
1: lie at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so so fucking tough to do that. And like, that's not understating at all. It's like for a lot of problems is sometimes sometimes you know exactly what's wrong and you're just like oh a- actively I'm not going to deal with it mm. I'd rather just Be push it to the side to your left yeah just go just do an alternative route yeah and sometimes you have no fucking idea like sometimes you don't know what it, the problem is and why things are being uh, are taking so long or why things are so hard or whatever it is but there is an aspect of your mind of your consciousness of like who you are who knows what that is there's something inside here that has a solution and ultimately you have to delve into there to find that solution find that answer nothing i mean we're talking about it today like the hero's journey which is like you go away from yourself like the grass is greener you got to have like the you got to leave the village and have the experience yeah, you got of to have the, the external
0: the external um experience
1: yeah you go away from you go away from your village and everything's the same there and you think it's boring and you gotta go away from that. You do all these great things and you ultimately come back to your village because you come back to who you are. And like that's what the general moral of that this basic narrative is, is that you come back to yourself because everything was fine, but you had to experience life to come back to that. Yeah, which is why it's like cliche, oh yeah, I'm going to find myself. Yeah. It's like it's all here. It's all inside. It's all inside. And it's so fucking hard to do that, but like ultimately, you have to. It's it's the answer. The answer only ever lies within. And I I struggle with that all the time. We we're talking about it today. I was like, I don't know why things are so hard in certain relationships with friends, with family, with a partner. Like, why is there inherent problems? Why are there these consistent same arguments coming up again and again? And why can't we resolve that? And well, it's, was, it's because it's not being resolved. Yeah. that it keeps because I haven't resolved it. Up. Yeah, yet. and yeah. I and, and I was thinking about that. I'm like, I don't know what the solution is. But I know that it's not outside of myself. It's not me pretending these problems don't exist. Shit. It's not me going away and like just being like, "Oh, I'll come back and this person will be better. Our friendship will be better. Our relationship will be better. Whatever." It doesn't work like that. You just go, "Oh, you come back and someone might be in a better, slightly better mood," and you're like, "Oh yeah, shit, they've obviously learned the error of their ways." But that's yeah, not. The it's not. It's not the, it's point on the fucking at all. case. And, yeah.
0: and this is the thing that I find super interesting, and it happens on some level it happens to everyone I'm sure but like if you meet resistance from one person and then you know say say you're mates and you you have your thing and then all of a sudden you start to differ in opinion and you start veering off course oh yeah sweet you know some people come into your life some people leave Uh. -uh. that person's going to leave someone else is going to enter and you're going to run the same course and have the same style of relationship and then it's going to get to the same point and you're going to veer off track again and you know it's heartbreaking each time or it's you know it's a bit emotional you get upset you lose a mate there's a reason that pattern keeps happening and it's because there's a problem there that is not being resolved internally and the universe just keeps giving you another shot at fixing it and here you are thinking shit i've gone through a lot of friends this year like everyone seems like so swell and jolly and then all of a sudden bam not mates anymore and it's like okay there's something going on you know whether it's for both of you or whether it's for one of you, but there's a reason the relationship falls apart. There's a reason that argument happens again. There's a reason you butt your head. Yeah. And it's just if the person involved or the people involved are switched onto to it enough that they can address that problem internally and not waste another relationship on it. You know, And whether that be your partner, whether that be your brother, um, best mate, you know, anything any relationship like the guy that you meet down the street maybe he doesn't smile at you anymore he could be on that smaller level yeah. and it's like if you're, if you're aware of those processes and changes happening then you become more equipped to deal with what's going on internally to fix it and
1: nip it in the bud yeah like we got super deep it ain't easy bro super deep tonight I like it should we bring some lightness to it what did you what did you like most about the retreat it was a really big eye-opener. I think... Because it was pretty full-on. Like, we had some action-packed days. You had a lot of demanding people asking you a lot of... Uh, not stupid questions, excellent questions, but still, you know, needy questions and things like that.
0: I, um, I think my favourite thing about the retreat was that I know the next... Like, and I had a great time, and the feedback we got was amazing. Um, but I know I can do the next one much better and much cleaner. Um, I think... The first one's always good to, to sort of ease in. Like, I'd never even been to Bali.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and, you know, the first time I went there, we ran a seven-night retreat. And, you know, we, the positives were we sold it out. Everyone had a great time. Um, and even if it is just words, people have said that, you know, they want in on the next one, which is, you know, it's always great feedback. And people were good enough, too, to leave me some constructive feedback, which I've taken into account straight away. And I would completely restructure how I ran the whole thing. Yeah. Um, just because I think I realised, um, you know, on a lifestyle retreat like that, people need a little bit of them time. You know, they want to go explore, they want to experience the place they've gone to visit. Um, and I think it's unfair of me to go, all right, you're coming to Bali for seven nights, this is what you're doing. So I think I'd restructure it a little and have, um, you know, two heavy days of content one free day where it's just a yoga class and a guided meditation at night and you feel the rest of the day yourself. jump on your scooter go for a surf go shopping you know go get pickpocketed by monkeys whatever
1: yeah
0: Um, and then after that two more intense days where you know we really do we grind into the work because that's something that I didn't get as much done as I wanted to and that's the stuff that I love is sitting down as a group and you know melting minds and you know setting ourselves some good goals as individuals or groups or anything like that I really love the nuts and bolts and I didn't get into a lot of that because everyone was so drained physically
1: um, from you know training hard and having won too many bin tangs well someone almost died too we can't forget that Timmy the fitness Randall <laughs> Timmy
0: Mr. Mellon <laughs> hit this <laughs> anyone that follows ghetto or is a part of ghetto will know Timmy loves his sleep this is a man that likes to put 10 hours a night away. Consistently. And, you know,
1: 18 months of 10 hours. And
0: we we would, so we would be up at, um, up for sunrise yoga, so just before 6. Um, but, you know, dinner and the evening sessions would often run to about 9, 9.30. And you do the maths, but, you know, nine thirty ten 10 to, you know, 5.36 is not 10 hours for the big dog. And he
1: did not handle it well. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we got off the bus. He was a mess by the end of it. He just, he just we got off right. the bus for the mountain sunrise. He just looked around. I remember catching his eye he said, What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are He's we doing here?
0: <laughs> we had to get up at 1.30 in the morning to go and, um, and like, we trekked up this volcano. It was the most amazing sunrise I'll ever see. And it was, a, it was awesome. Like, we hiked up and it was just it was marvelous. Like, we've got some photos if you want to check them out on the gram um but yeah timmy's face was just like we were in the bus and he's like why are we why are we doing this like he was proper questioning life it was amazing super funny
1: and i don't think he recovered from that the whole time
0: we got back in the morning after he wrote me a message and he's like i just slept for 14 hours straight (laughs) he just slept for a day it's nuts i'd love to have that sleep pattern yeah so funny. So funny. But yeah, th- the retreat was great. I had, a, I had a fantastic time. I learned a lot. Um, the bunch of people we went with were absolute legends. It was a good crowd to have your first retreat with, I think. I think mm. if I had of, you know, completely ballsed it up, everyone would have still been awesome about it and, you know, but sort of going, all right, how about this for next time? Because this sucked. But yeah, I think the group made it what it was. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of laid back cats that were just there to, to step away from busy schedules and, and do a bit of good solid training, um, you know, let their hair down a little, go swimming, go surfing, try
1: some new stuff. It was a good crew. It was Can't pretty, thank everyone enough. It was pretty crazy though, like when we said like, the number one thing as to why people were there, everyone every single this, person everyone no said the same different. thing. Everyone said, I gotta get away from work. I gotta get away from my life. And I said the same thing and I was like, fuck, I love what I do. Hmm. Like, I mean, I know everyone thinks we don't, I don't really have a job, even though I, I do have a job, everybody. Guilty. Yeah. Um, and I, we get to like, work for ourselves in a certain... Comp- and, it's and interesting, though, isn't it? Because this is the mindset of the modern-day human.
0: It has become trendy to be busy. When was the last time you spoke to someone and they were like, oh, you know, just cruising, getting this done, getting that done, doing enough to survive? It's like even if the person is doing that, they, ha- they feel the need to go on, a, you know, I've got this on, I've got this on, and I've got to go get this done, and then this has got to be done by this stage, and then, you know, so-and-so needs this happening. And it's like, whoa, man, you sound busy as fuck. They're like, yeah, yeah. But it's good, though, you know, you know, just keep them busy and out of trouble. I'm like, fuck. And you catch yourself saying it, and you're like, hang on a minute, I'm not that busy. <laughs> like, right now, I am, but in general... That 's why like we're in this game, for the lifestyle, like you don't get you know millions and millions of dollars yet, but it's it's for the lifestyle, like you do it so you can you know spend a couple of hours in the middle of a day, you know whether you want to train or go to the beach or you know have a nice lunch with a friend you know i don't want to be caught up in the rat race where it's like this time till this time i'm chock a block, you know, and as soon as um, the rush from setting everything up here dies down i have full intention of going back to that you know lifestyle loving human that you know has developed a space where you can you know be in and around people that are happy to take charge and let you go and you know back to that stuff but yeah somewhere along the line everyone's just like yeah yeah super busy work consumes me it's like well that's a
1: choice Mm -hmm. it's not what you heard it's what you hear and listen listen it's, oh, fuck it I, I like it it actually made me sad when i heard that to be honest me too like me the too. way it wasn't even like oh fuck work's hectic you know it was like i'm getting away oh, bro, work mm. like this is exhausting and i'm like that's not fun man and and that was i mean that was a pleasure of running that retreat because you got the opportunity to like <sighs> whoa well, un- i'm glad people that's for why i'm slightly disappointed no one else
0: would probably um, have picked it up But I was a little bit disappointed because that's where I see my strength as a facilitator of an event is running, you know, like, okay, what are we disconnected from? You know, why? Finding your why again and why you were doing your job in the first place and what you do and how you do it and connecting those three. I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. And, you know, I like bringing that into everyone's forefront. So, they can dissect what's actually happening and how they got out of the habitual pattern that they used to love and into this habitual pattern that now drives them mental because of the grind. Yeah. And so I was a little bit disappointed we didn't get to cover that. But I know for next time, structure change, bam. Yeah. Everyone leaving, feeling light and got a playbook for life.
1: Yeah, 100%. And that was more of a theme in the, the Australian retreats. Yeah,
0: that's been, that's been and that's what everyone's been loving. Mm. you know because every it's easy to get caught up and I have to do it you know every couple of months realign myself check it out I'm doing it right now you know my work life balance has been completely out I've been all work no life um, and you know it's made my relationship suffer with my friends with my wife who's bloody got three months and we're having a baby And you know I have, I've got to realign myself so I can play the role that I actually want to play rather than you know being the centre of attention at Ghetto, and and do those things. So it's it's important for everyone to recheck back in with that stuff, no matter who you are. Yeah. It's very easy to
1: get out of line with it. Yeah. So. And you re- sometimes you don't even know what's happening. you Just months have gone by. Like how, how quick's this year going? Mate, it's August. It's fucking August. It's bloody mid-August. And I thought I never thought I'd be that person who's like, "Fucking, it's winter." Oh, you know what I mean, that like spring. Shut your mouth. It's spring, bro.
0: What do you mean? It's spring in two weeks. Like <laughs> we miss winter. Somehow we <laughs> miss winter. Oh. Yeah. It's gone. But I mean, and it sneaks up on you, and everyone's guilty of it, including us. Mm. But I mean, we're having the conversation. We're bringing it to the forefront. It's these conversations that then make you think about it, make you go home, restructure. It. All of a sudden, you know, you're back in that line, back in rhythm, back in the vibration that you know keeps you positive and creative, rather than
1: kicking stones and being followed by a rainy cloud. Mm. And that's why it was so like it was confronting but so so good at the same time because I could just be like, Oh fuck, I don't want this. I don't want to come back here in twelve months into the next retreat and be like, ah oh, bro, fucking yeah. work. Or needing to come on the retreat to un <laughs> unplug. Yeah.
0: You know? Going because you go, Okay, I'm in this space.
1: I'm gonna go on the retreat so I can see if I can set this space. Yeah. Well that's why, like, I look at I look at your retreats a little bit different. Like, I get the retreat concept where you retire from that world and go to another world where it's idealistic and it's not necessarily real. But that's how I want my life to look, ultimately. I, without the villa, I don't really give a shit. I mean, it was nice, but I don't give a... lovely. I don't care. I don't need that many, like, little plunge pools. Oh, actually, I would like a plunge pool. but Not, not that many around my house. We had two. I know, Joe. It's a good pool, bro.
0: We had more pools and we knew what to do with it at that place. Like, we literally... <laughs> Literally, there was one pool that never even got swam in. Yeah. And there was also one pool that did not have the capacity to hold 16 humans. But we all got in there. Yeah. It was cozy. It was cozy. Melted all the ice though. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what Bali did for me. Is it just reaffirmed? Reaffirmed? Reconfirmed? Reaffirmed. Reaffirmed. It reaffirmed to I me. It's <laughs> just go with it. You're an asshole. It made me reconnect with how little we actually need in this world. Mm. The people in Bali that were at our villa were so lovely, so happy. And, you know, they were looking after us and we were having a laugh and, you know, conversing with them and learning a bit of the local lingo and everything. Not once over the seven days did I see those guys with anything but a smile on their face and just eager to talk and communicate with another human, Mm. you know. And it just, you come home and people are upset and cranky and, it's a choice, yeah, you know it's a choice, and they know how bad slums can be. We don't. You know so we take this epic life that we have for granted and find the, the littlest and stupidest reasons to get upset and carry on like it's the end of the world. Whereas if we were put in their situation, again, okay, people wouldn't get out of bed, people wouldn't have the, the courage to go to work and to, and to do what they do. To Mm. smile and have fun and find the joy in every little thing that they do, yeah. You know, it's everything just gets so much more over complex when we have all these things overstimulating our brains and our wants over our needs, and it's like you just lose touch with, you know, the essence of life and that simple happiness. Have fun. Super deep. Yeah. Marinate on that one, guys. Marinate on that. Marinate on that. Um, to, to, to start winding it down a little, I want to talk about getting like, and it, it's sort of a, it kicked off a little when we did um, the little chat at, at Two and You. Um, getting like a bit of a, a, a weekly or monthly meditation group happening. Um, you know, the, the girls at Two and You do a monthly um, girls get together, um, and we've talked about collabing with them and, and doing the opposite, like a bit of a brother-sister um, collab and, and getting a bit of a boy's, like a, a, a man's shed, for lack of a better term, happening. Um, not in a sexist way or a freaky orgy way, but to, to create a space... <laughs> Did I take it too far?
1: No, I mean, clarity is king. For, it's not going to be a sex party, all right? <laughs> you have to say that these days. You, <laughs> you never do, know. You the do. internet's a dark place. I don't know. get misconstrued. Looks like I'm typing away, but what am I really doing? We're, you on,
0: we're on record. Yeah, keep your hands above the board. All right, we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. But um, So, we want people to reach out um, because the guided meditation was a great success away. I really feel like we have a great space here at Ghetto HQ that we can utilize to greater extent and we can make a bit of a community hub. Um, So if you're listening or if you've got mates that you know will be keen, please get in touch with us um, and we're going to start to plan a bit of a monthly meditation. You know, we'll shoot some hoops, we'll play some ping pong, um, we'll sit down, we'll meditate. If you want to talk about your experience, we talk about your experience. If you don't, you just want to sit and chill, shoot some more hoops, go for it. But we want to create a space that guys can come to, um, you know, they can get whatever it is that's on their chest or on their back off, you know, they can loosen up, they can be around other guys. Because the stats on depression, anxiety and suicide are just, they're beyond ridiculous now. And I feel like this is something we can do for our community and our, you know, all the guys that we know, um, that do struggle to talk about stuff or struggle to meditate. You know, this is just a, an easy, easier step into doing that. I mean, you don't have to spill your eye, spill your deepest, darkest secrets and cry your eyes out or anything like that. Just come, chill, have a little meditation, chat about it, chat about what's going on, how we can help each other.
1: Hmm. And even if, even if you're not in that, even if you don't have a negative headspace, you're like, oh, those problems don't affect me you never know the effect that you can have on other people yes so the the reason for this is less about a, necessarily a group of people sharing negative experiences but more providing a setting and a space in which people can just be that Share energy else. yeah you know yeah. you never know what you have to say might lighten someone else's day up yeah you yeah. know and we all know we all know like if you if you go into a room and you see someone i've said this before you go into a room and and there's like someone you don't you don't get along with and they're just like just shooting daggers at you you already feel like you have a crappy time but you see someone else come in the room that you're best mates with or you love that person they're a good time they're a big laugh suddenly the energy of the, the room comes up and ultimately that's what we're trying to facilitate it's like trying to bring that energy up get rid of those people shooting daggers at you and have fun
0: yeah episode six marinations on marinations love it
1: covered a fair bit a lot of different yeah. tangents and digressions and things like that yeah
0: let us know what you think guys and if you are a young or old male um in the Illawarra area and you'd be keen to um to jump in on you know some guided meditations and just getting the group together as a community please get in touch with us shoot us a message on any form of social media um we will get straight back to you and we'll uh, we'll lock in a date for the for the coming times ahead yeah um but thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, it is our opening this Saturday. You won't get this until after. But if you are listening right now and you didn't make the opening, get your asses down to Ghetto HQ and ac and uh, Ian, I'll hook you up if you mention the podcast. Only if you mention. Only if you mention the. Can podcast. I mention the podcast?
1: No, just kidding.
0: but uh, now thanks again for listening, guys. Um, looking forward to to sharing some more in the um, upcoming months. Um, getting a bit deeper on where we're headed, um, you know, as a group and the changes that are coming up. Yeah. So it'd be sick. Stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace and love. Take care, people. Yeah. Done.